Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. So about that podcast land, what's happening? Woo, 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 woo. What, what, what? You're still pushing buttons. What does that mean? I keep going back and forth whether I need to mute Hank or not. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Uh, so, hey, here we are. Saying? Yeah. We're, and the gang's all like, here. All three of us. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Danny boy. Oh, huh? Danny boy is not going to try to sing today. <laughs> I was going to say, you're finally feeling fine. <laughs> I, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling, yeah. I sound bad, but I'm feeling good. Well, good. Good. Don't give us your creepy crud. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we don't. Just we hang don't. out here in the corner. Don't Yeah. Don't, right. don't. We're glad us. you're here. Hey, we're glad you're here. So, hey, I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. Um, chilling up in here. Um, <laughs> having a great year so far. How many days in are we? Six. Six. <laughs> Oof. Been a year, yeah. And technically, it has been. I mean, we and you guys know this. We've got people sick. Yep. We've had um, yep. just a lot. Yep. I'm three. I have three major families with major major things. Yep. In their lives going on, and um, I got the sweetest little text today from somebody in our church. It said, "I want you to know that I'm praying for you mm-hmm. because I know you're dealing with some valleys of a bunch of families right, right now." Right. And I was just like. That's awesome. That is absolutely the sweetest text I could have got. Cause, right. And I sent back, I need them. Right. I mean, it is, it, it is, it's, it's, they're, they're serious issues. So, yep. so just be pray, not for Hank. Hank will be fine, <laughs> but I'm not telling you the families nor anything else, but just be praying for, for our church that uh, got some issues, some struggles um, with some families and sickness. Right. I want to make sure I got that straight. <laughs> I don't want you to think of just families, just some sicknesses going yes. around. But anyway, so you hear over there. You hey, hear Miss Mona? Here I am. It does seem like it's like I thought for sure it'd been two weeks since the new year. No, we didn't. <laughs> when you said week. you finished Genesis and you were so excited, and I thought, but it's been two weeks. I don't understand. But it's only been. It, it, that's I, nuts. I just, it just sunk <laughs> in what you guys were talking about. A little slow on the draw it's here. It's not. I know. I don't. I don't know. It's only been a few days, but it's. So what they're talking about. <laughs> Is you know that I'm not into the whole read the Bible through in a year. You reformed him. So I have um, stepped out, <clears throat> but I'm doing it my own way. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm reading a book a week. Now, if you're smart, you know there's 66 books of the Bible, but there's only 52 weeks. So I've got to make up the time in a few weeks reading multiple books, which is not a big problem. you got Obadiah, Jude. Titus, a bunch of New Testament ones are, are just short. So I finished up early this week. I read the book of Genesis, which I must say, and because I, I texted you guys yesterday, right. I, getting that big scope picture, yep. I still think I'd rather have quantity, mm-hmm. a quality, excuse me, mm-hmm. quality. But I will say I did like getting that big picture, yep. that big scope, because I read these huge thoughts. I mean, I read like chapters mm-hmm. and um, found a good breaking point each and every time. Um, and so it was good. It did. It, it opened my eyes to a few other things. And so not only that, but I've also already finished my first book of the year, yeah. which I started Monday as well and finished that. 
And so I would say my reading program for the year is going well. <laughs> How about you, All Nan? six days of it. Uh, better than last year's. Okay. Better than last year's. Okay. I'll that. All right. All right. All right. Yep. Um, so, and you hear him over there. There's the jelly bean himself. Uh, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> Bro, that stuck, man. I, I hate it. Hey, I, I'm so you know, sorry, it hopefully fits, and I'm okay with it. Good. I like it. Good. Uh, no, I, I'm glad to be back. I tell you, it, I, it's kind of the same thing. Moses just going, like, it feels like it's been much longer than a week or two without being here. Yeah. Um, between Christmas and everything, I, it has been a little while, but it right. seems like it's really been a while. So here's a little. So I'm glad to be back. Introspection of Hank, y'all saying that this is Hank handling the Bible. I had an argument with myself today about what the date was because I thought we were in the second week of true, January. Right. I really true. thought we were, and I'm going, no, dummy. <laughs> look at. Then I'm going, turn to your right, Hank, and look at your calendar. <laughs> I have and we're no still on Christmas break anymore. in my house, so I don't even yeah. know why it feels that way. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys uh, are. Yeah, all of you. Yeah, yeah, man. Till tomorrow. Well, and we refuse to take the lights down. So we've taken our our indoor decorations down, but the outdoor lights are fused because those of you who don't live in the area, you you wouldn't know this, but it was like 70 degrees on Christmas. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And we just got snow, so it finally feels feels like like Christmas season. So I refuse to take those lights down right now. (laughs) That works. There you go. That's my reasoning. It's not because I'm lazy, I promise. (laughs) So y'all, do you still have that? Santa. Up. Oh, I have the Santa Claus up. I that, need to drive by and see that. It is possessed. That is a replica of one that I grew possessed. up with, and I refuse to get rid of it. Yeah, I, I had the same Santa growing up, I, but we those things are possessed. <laughs> they are. It's the rosy cheeks and the little eyes. It's really just, just something about yeah. it, man. I swear they move if you're not careful. <laughs> anyway, so I hope you guys enjoyed last week um, and the, going through the seven books, um, seven churches, excuse me, of the first. Uh, three chapters, but it's really chapter two and three of Revelation. And so Dan's hitting a whole bunch of buttons again. So I think he just muted me. So today we're in the church of Smyrna, the second church. We did Ephesus last week, church of Smyrna. Yep. You know who the most famous pastor of the church of Smyrna was? No. Polycarp. Mm. And I didn't tell you that when you asked that about Ephesus and then you told us, I really thought you said Sean. And so I was like, I don't know who Sean is. <laughs> I thought you were. the program owner, Sean. Everybody knows Sean. Didn't I look a little confused? You did, yeah, yes. I, did. I yep. just thought you were, I thought you were actually giving me the glare <laughs> of, don't ever do that again or I will come across this no, table and punch I, you in the nose. I didn't nose. know. And then you, I thought you said Sean, so I was really confused. The Apostle John. John, now I, I got it. Oh, Eventually okay, I got Miss, it. Okay, Miss, let's stress everything. John. Our great published theologian doesn't know who John is, apparently. John, Sean. They don't even sound alike. No. And when I listened to it today, it still sounded a little bit like Sean. You gotta apply that northern accent. Sean and John. Uh, Nice. Nice. See, there is a little bit of problem between the southern and northern. I know. I know. So, yeah, Polycarp, um, great church father. who was the, the pastor there. Not I, I'm thinking he wasn't the pastor there when Jesus was talking about this because he was a great dude. You know, he was burned at the stake hmm. and um, literally 86-some years old, and they were burning him or about to burn him, and they, you know, the Roman, I think it was Tiberius he was under, I believe, and said, you know, just say um, Caesar 
is Lord. <laughs> and you're good. And he went it. He said, hey, I'm, I'm going to butcher this a little bit. He said, for 86 years, the Lord has been faithful to me. Yep. How can I not be faithful to right. him now? Right. That's faith. Yep, absolutely. You know, and I sort of look at myself and go, Hank, would you be able to, with the wood already under you, mm-hmm. torches in hand, Right. could you do it? Right. I hope so. <laughs> oh, yeah, hope so. <laughs> I mean, we're all in that yeah. boat. So anyway, so why don't you, since... Dan has exited <laughs> for some reason. Um, why don't you read um, verses it's 8 through 11, not much, and then pray. Okay. You read and you pray, oh, okay. and then we'll go. All right. And, and to the angel of the church in Smyrna write, the words of the first and the last who died and came to life, I know your tribulation and your poverty, but you are rich, and the slander of those who say that they are Jews and are not, but are a, a synagogue of Satan. Do not fear fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested, and for ten days you will have tribulation. <clears throat> be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who conquers will not be hurt by the second death. Father, I pray that um, we would rightly handle your word of truth. Yes. We thank you for the privilege of being behind these mics, and we pray um, blessings on those who are listening, and we thank you that they listen. And so, Lord, um, through your Holy Spirit, guide our conversation, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, man, I just, uh, uh, you, you sort of have to look a little bit to see what, in a sense, you have to, the, the negativity. Remember what I said? Every one of these has a has a lot of positives, and mm-hmm. each one has a negative, except for the Church of Philadelphia. Right. This one, you sort of—I mean, you you got to look and you got to make sure you read the words to get the negative. Mm-hmm. Now, synagogue of Satan—that's the negative. <laughs> um, but the way it's worded, you you could almost walk over it and say, "Well, there's not really a negative in there." But but I really we're going to deal with that. All right. And how many churches are actually synagogues right. of Satan? And so anyway, so to the angel of the church, um, it's talking to the pastor. Mm-hmm. Don't know who the pastor was at the time. Um, the words of the first and the last. It's talking about time and eternity. Yes. It's talking about Jesus. Right. So each one of these also starts out with, I should have said this last week, a description. I don't really think, did we deal with I the don't. description last week? Um, um, yes, we did. Yeah. He holds the yeah, seven stars. Yeah, we did. We did. Walking amongst them. Yeah, yep. walking amongst them. So this one says the words of the first and the last. He's before all things and he's after all things. Time and eternity is bound up all within God, who is Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And so who died speaks to the cross and came to life, speaks to the empty tomb and the resurrection. So right there, you get this whole encompassing statement of the the grandeur Mm -hmm. of Jesus, the bigness of Jesus, the eternality of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And he says, this is the dude just talking. Right. Right. And, you know, last night we were at um, our Bible study last night, we were talking about the resurrection yep. and, um, you know, what if the resurrection had indeed been a hoax. And when so when I was reading this this morning that, you know, Paul talks about in, in, that the things that would be true if the resurrection didn't really happen, mm-hmm. then our faith is in vain. Um, First Corinthians 15. Right. And. In that we would be among the most to be pitied, yes, because we are holding on to that hope of the resurrection. And so when I read this and and talk, it, I mean, that resurrection is the crux of. I mean, it, 
It is. It, it all is. But the resurrection is really the crux of the matter because if Jesus hadn't come back to life, if he hadn't risen, we would have no hope. And our faith, and there was one other thing. I want to make sure I get it right. That our faith, I can't find it. Oh, faith is in vain and our faith is futile if the, if the resurrection hadn't. I just thought those were because really why? strong words. Because that's what everything is based on that, that power of that resurrection. Come on, keep defeated coming. Defeated death. Ah, there you the go. Grave. That's what I wanted to hear you say with the defeat of death. See, that was the one thing we could not right. overcome. Right. And so that, right. So that then because the wages of sin is death and Jesus paid that penalty of death for on our behalf, but he couldn't have stopped there. Yeah. Yeah. Because then death and would still have power over us. And so because he resurrected, because he was raised from the dead, then that death doesn't have that power over us. Because anymore. ultimately, that's really what sin did. It killed <laughs> yes, us. That's right. The enemy told Eve, said, you shall surely not die. Right. That was the ultimate, the big deal about the sin yes. is that it, it brought death yes. into it. Right. And so it, and it was the one thing we couldn't get. Oh, we could have our sins covered. Yes. By by animals, by the blood of bulls and goats, they they could get covered, and mm-hmm. we could have the mm-hmm. the um the scapegoat, but we could not get past the death thing. Yes, right. And so we needed somebody to still be that perfect lamb, to still be that perfect mm-hmm. sacrifice, to shed that blood, to not and then. It, but Jesus took it a step further, not just cover our sins, but cleanse Cleansed us it, right. from all unrighteousness. Right. But we needed somebody to die and come back to life. Yes. Yes. No way an animal's ever going to do that. Right, right. We and by the way, that would have never worked for us because we didn't need an animal to do it. Yes, we, we needed, needed one of us to do it. A human to do it. Yeah, right. Which is right. Why he is one hundred percent human and one hundred percent God. He is the God Man. Yes. It's almost like there was only one way it could happen. <laughs> Narrow is the way. You know, it's almost like somebody would have said too. I am the way, <laughs> the truth, and singular. Yeah. The. Right. Not a, the. Right. Bible is very specific in words that it yes. says. Sorry. Wow. Mona's phone just went off. I I'm hope sorry. That's... Are we keeping you from something important? <laughs> Actually. <yeah. laughs> Shame. Don't, don't, don't ask questions you don't want answers to. <laughs> I mean, we're at a high no, point. I'm so sorry. That's bad. And the bad. enemy strikes. It's bad. So sorry. Anyway, that's okay. So anyway, that was the crux of the matter. Yes. But... We we say that, but you could also argue. I mean, every aspect of it was needed. Mm-hmm. The, the we needed the virgin birth because he just. I said this. I think the Sunday, the day after Christmas, or the the Sunday before Christmas, he could not have just shown up on the scene as an adult. Yes, mm-hmm. right. That then he's not human right. at all. Right. Even if even if. He's he had got, the appearance. Or yeah, the, yes, he, right. he cut him and he had blood yes. right. that poured out. He still wasn't one of us because he wasn't born like us. Right. So the virgin birth is absolutely positively needed. Yes. The perfect life mm-hmm. to fulfill scripture yes. of Exodus 12 was needed, that it had to be a perfect lamb. Yep. The, the blood had to be shed. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. That was to die right. was so important. And but then you go, okay, well, do all that, but then don't raise from the dead. It's still worthless, right? right. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. We right, and and that's 
I mean, when you think about it, all of those components had to come together. All those components had to happen. And so how beautiful God's plan is because, um, he, I mean, there was nothing left out. And so he knew exactly what needed to happen. Took care of it all. Right. And he did it because he loves us. But God demonstrated his love Love. toward us. Yes. In that, I love that. In that, Mm -hmm. that's the crux of that whole verse is Romans 5, 8. Mm Mm-hmm. While we were still yet sinners, yes, yes, Christ died for us. Right. So that's for the one who says, well, when I get my life right, I'll come to church. You're never going to come. Right. When I get my life right, I'll come to Jesus. Where are you going to go to hell? Right. I mean, I, people say that's brutal, but it's it's just being honest. It's really not brutal. It's being loving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not going to blow smoke here. If you think you can clean yourself up, here's my question. Why haven't you? And no stinking New Year's resolution is going <laughs> to clean you up. Nope. You, you don't need a New Year's resolution. You need a new heart. Yes. You need to become a new creation. Yes. That's the only way to have it, and that's the only way you're going to get to heaven. Right. So anyway, all right. Well, that's our introduction. <laughs> <laughs> that was verse eight. Then you laugh that's at funny. this. I, last week, uh, the the lady yeah. we were talking about a little earlier. Yeah. So I had my, it was a pretty lengthy, and I said, so that's my introduction. <laughs> Her eyes really big. <laughs> and she's like, Really? <laughs> I didn't bring a snack. Yeah. Why did that's what everybody says? I didn't bring a snack. You were my mindset in any given moment. So anyway, how much time we got there, buddy? Oh, uh, we're 17 minutes in already with that introduction. So that's what happens. That was we, we didn't spend that much time goofing off at first, did we? <laughs> anyway. So I, let's just start. So I know your tribulation and your poverty, but you are rich. So this church is the church that's oppressed and persecuted. It's known as the oppressed and persecuted church. And the poverty that they're talking about, literally the word there, poverty means abject poverty. Yes. It means um, miserable <laughs> poverty. I read that. A poverty like you got, they, they had all their goods taken. Mm-hmm. Basically what happened, Rome came in and literally took everything they had. But, right. But he says they're rich. But they're rich. How? They're rich in the promises of God. They're rich in the um, the fact that they are heirs, um, co heirs with Jesus of the um, eternity and the riches of heaven. They have it all. Why don't you look up Second Corinthians six ten? Yes, sir. And I'm gonna read you James chapter two verse five. James 2, verse 5 says, Listen, my beloved brothers, has not God chosen those who are poor in the world to be, here it is, rich in faith? And oh, oh, wait, 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 that's great. You're probably going, well, that's just fantabulous. Yeah, okay. And heirs of the kingdom. Right. We are heirs of Of the the kingdom. kingdom. Right. Now, so what does the word heir mean? You're going to get an inheritance. Yes. The kingdom of what? kingdom of god all of heaven are yes. you all right <laughs> right you dude their streets are paved with gold yep it's perfect there we get to be in and have that as an inheritance yeah. to just live yeah. there and it is ours in a sense yep now let that yep. oh, that's crazy thought I, Right. And that's why he said, though you are in abject poverty right now, you are really rich. Now, some people would say, well, can I have mine now? Well, you can if you die. Yeah. (laughs) But I want to tell you this. But, go ahead. 
in Romans 8, you know, that's my anchor chapter. Mm -hmm. He says, the sufferings of today are not worthy of the blessings we'll get there, of the glory that will be revealed in us. Cannot compare. Just it will stun you when, when mm-hmm. if you sit and just let your mind think of all that heaven is going to be, and we don't really know that much. But here's what I know: Jesus is there. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, there is no sin, therefore, and we get to live there forever yeah. as heirs of it all. Right, and, and all yeah. we did was say yes. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> That's why I love. So I love that word heirs because it 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 doesn't say people who happen to stop by. It doesn't mean guests. It it means you're in the family, literally yes, in yes. the family. But you are a pil- see. We get it backwards. We're pilgrims here. Yes, yes right, <laughs> right. We're citizens there. Yes. The average person, including the average Christian, says we're citizens here. We'll be pilgrims there. I just always, where do you really think you belong? Where do you want where to belong? Where do you belong? No, no, no. Where do exactly. you belong? Exactly. I mean, the reality is we are kingdom citizens while we're here, but we don't belong to the earth. Here. Remember what C.S. Lewis says, right. if you find that there's nothing here that really yes. satisfies you, could it be that you are yes. meant for somewhere else? Right, right. So we, we carry that citizenship of that kingdom now, but we're not citizens of this world that we live in. It's about to get good up in here, y'all. Right. <laughs> well, I think one of the... I'll, I'll go as far as one of the devil's worst tricks is to to convince that that switch to flip of mm-hmm. oh well I'm here well everything's broken here well I'm broken well I'm worthless well I'm all these things well this is as good as it gets yeah, yeah. friends yeah. it's not if you're a believer right. now if you're not a believer it, yeah you yep. better get this all the joy you can right. yeah right. I'm just yeah. being honest yep. yeah because the next life is not going to be fun whatsoever for you. But not because you were intended not to be in heaven. God's intention was always for you to be in heaven. The Bible and, says. Right? I know where you're going. I know where you're going. That <laughs> hell was well, created for the devil it. and his demons. Yes, yes, it wasn't created not, for no, us. No, not for us. It was created for fall. It was be- <laughs> It was created for them, yet the sin in the garden yes. brought the death yeah. and started to take people there. Yep. Okay. Okay. 2 Corinthians 6, whatever I told you to read. I don't know what she said. I said 2 Corinthians 6.10. How could do you not know? I, no, I didn't remember that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, str- have you ever noticed, heard her say the word didn't? <laughs> she says, you and I say we didn't do it. Can we yeah. stick we on it? <laughs> she says we didn't. She puts an oh, extra hurts, I between brain. it's D I D I N T. I mean, in, in her defense, you and I scrapped the second D. Yeah, right. So. Let's, yeah. Okay. So, anyways, Second Corinthians six ten says, "No, <laughs> as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, Woo! as having nothing yet possessing everything." Go, come on, read them last two. As poor yet making many rich, as having nothing yet possessing everything. Why? We are joint heirs with Christ. Yep. Somehow we've got to get folk to understand just what you have in Jesus. He didn't just save your butt to keep you out of hell. Right. 
He didn't. No. Nope. The average Christian, I think that's all they think of mm-hmm. is that you just saved me from hell. No, he saved you to live an abundant, yes. fruit-filled life yes. here on earth that yes. then when you step into heaven, you're just at home naturally. Right. That's a good way to put that. That is good. But in a, I was going to say, when you made the comment about some people saying, can I have some of it now? I think the reality is we do. I mean, we do have some of it now. We don't have the full blown reality of living in it, but we have it now. We have those riches. We have that power. It's already yours. Through the yeah. Holy, right, right. Through the Holy Spirit. We have um, th- that all of heaven, all of heaven is just at the tip of our tongue when, when we yeah. are able to offer up prayers to God and we have the power of all of heaven behind it. And then all you also have, I've got the joy, 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 <laughs> my heart. deep in my heart, deep in my heart. I've got the joy, 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 deep in my heart. It's been that kind of <laughs> evening for Hank. <laughs> I'm sitting on my hand so I won't get excited. <laughs> Is that what you're doing? Yes. Okay. He has been f- flailing his hands a lot today. But it's... Be- how can you not? I don't understand people that don't get excited about Jesus in heaven, y'all. Right. I mean, I agree. would you not rather go to a pep rally for Jesus than a funeral for yes. Jesus? Yes. And, he and died once, never to die again. And we get so distracted by, and, and this goes back to the, that idea of, you know, being poor, being rich. So, so many people get distracted by, well, oh, he's going to bless my bank account. He's going to bless oh, it. He may, he may and he may not. Right. It doesn't mean that, that the rich man is not blessed. It doesn't mean that the poor man is not blessed. But so often in, in growing up the way I did, it's, it's not so much that those who, who experience poverty, whether it be, you know, literal or spiritual or, or whatever, don't. They, it's not that they depend on Jesus because they don't have anything else, but they do tend to, for lack of a better term, notice or recognize God working in their lives because they're not distracted by this, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. and the yeah. other comfort. Right. I, would you, you know? argue that spiritual poverty is much worse than monetary poverty? I would. Yeah. Well, no, I was I was panicking for a moment because <laughs> I think I misspoke earlier. I was trying to say, like, I guess more emotional or whatever poverty, yeah. you know. Yeah, whatever spiritual poverty. poverty. Yeah, absolutely. It's worse than any other right. poverty right. out there. And I guess I, maybe I shouldn't even put a qualifier on it. It's just said yeah. rather than in poverty. Right. We're not going to finish this, y'all. <laughs> Are we at? Oh, we got, we got three minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> we can get through another word or two. At hey, y'all, you got to come back for the end of this because we're, we're, we're not – we're not just stop. I mean, this is I, there's yeah, too we, much in this. Yeah, there's just too much in this. Yeah. This has been good. And I don't even know where to go right. to try to end it. Well, we can go back and say, and so we talked about the poverty, but um, he knows their tribulation. He knows yeah. that they are um, facing such trials and, and problems. And, and because... And the reason that I wanted to go back to that is because so many um, preach and teach that if you become a believer, then your life will be 
You don't hear that Wonderful. in this pulpit. But no, we don't. Because that because it's not true. So why why would you preach it? I think she went do. at that a little bit. No. Sternly, don't you? No, that, we don't. Because we have a pastor that preaches the truth. Yes. And that's why we love being under you. Because you preach the truth and you preach the word, but there are those who don't. Oh yeah, the, the, but the truth of the matter, Jesus said, "Yes, in this life you will have tribulations." Right, right. He also said, "If they hated me, right, yeah, they're going to hate you. you." Right. Yeah. So this church was had this going for it that it they uh, their faith was there. Yes. So basically, what we'll do next week is we're going to take a look at though the negative. You know, every mm-hmm. as I said, everyone's got a positive or a couple, and then negative. But their negative was a big one. Yeah. I mean, he called him a synagogue of <laughs> Satan. And I want to, cl- we're just going to end. Okay. Unless you got another, uh, no. what major thought? Well, let, all right, I'm going to say this. That'll be the cliffhanger. Then major thought. Okay. I wonder how many churches he would call a synagogue of Satan today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By their actions and what you just said, what is preached. Right. Uh, this is not to lift Hank up. I've told you guys I don't really think I'm that really good. Um, and that's not false humility. That's just truth. But I try to be as faithful to the text as I can. Yes. And, oh, well, let the chips fall where they may. As long as mm-hmm. you, you preach, Dan, you preach to an audience of one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you start preaching for crowds, that's all you're going to get. Yep. And you'll bust hell wide open. Right. Big thought. Dan. Learn <laughs> just mouth. I don't I, have a big thought. I gave you five I, minutes. I know. I was worried about her uh, her neck getting injured there, whipping that neck around. Like she that. did that. Oh, Dan. No, the, my thought is. Y'all. Goes back to, uh, <laughs> to where we started. The words of the first and the last who died and came to life. And it, it goes to the point that you just said. How many churches hold on to that? That these are the words yeah. of the first and the last who died and came to life, and really, not just understand, but celebrate and cling to exactly where we started. What that means for us, and and going back to the resurrection, and and every, you know, it just it's a little glimpse of the perfection and the the just endless power of God and we need to stop being over that. Yeah. Well I wonder how many how many and it shows up in how many people you know, now it's the question, well, how do we know that what we have is still the Bible? I mean, he created everything that we see. You don't think he could keep his Bible pure? Right. Right. <laughs> I think that's pretty simple. Yeah. As to creating the universe, <laughs> something out of nothing. Right. So that power, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I think you can handle handle. I mean, words. I yeah. here I'm, I'm gonna say mine first. God's word is infallible, inerrant, mm-hmm. unchanging. Period. Yep. If you don't like that, I say that. Get over it. Mm. I'm not changing. Right. I believe God's word is God's word. Mm-hmm. Do I always live by it? No, because I'm still a sinner. Mm-hmm. Do I try to live more by it now than I have? Yes. But I'm not throwing. I, I'm not just going to be live all willy nilly, right. like some liberals do. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I know right. that probably turns people off. I don't care. I, I don't have the right. I don't have the right to take this book and make it say make what it Hank right. wants exactly. it to say. Exactly. Right. And that's where right. I go with, with that. Right. 
that's the the what I call a liberal is they mm-hmm. think they have the liberality mm-hmm. to take it and make it say mm-hmm. what they want. Right. It's more palatable. I'm sorry. Parts of this are hard it and is. it hurts. Yes. yes. And let's just be honest. It stinks. Right. <laughs> but it's not. It's not hard and it doesn't hurt because it's wrong. It hurts and it's hard because you're wrong. Yes, right. exactly. Right. That's what right. I was gonna say and because I'm yeah. wrong. Right. Malcolm Muggeridge in in England, they had a thing. What's wrong with the world today? And he sent back the answer, and they stopped it. He sent back, "I am." Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Big thought. Um. So, and. And this is repeated every time, but um, when Jesus says, I know, and every time he says, I know. Doesn't that scare you? And, and so, yes, there is that side of it, but I was going with the fact, just the fact that he knows. Yeah. And he, and we talked last week about him being involved in the church and being, um, walking among this, the seven golden lamps, lampstands in that he knows. And so when each time, um, when he is saying, I know, I know your works. I know where you're at. I know what you're doing because it's that omniscience that he has, but that <laughs> he's making funny faces at me. Um, Cause you are just, uh, uh, right. Because we could keep going. <laughs> right. But just the fact that, that, um, that he, he knows, he knows everything that we're involved with. He knows everything that we're struggling with. He knows everything that we're facing, all the temptations that we're facing. He knows what we're doing. And, and so, yes, that can be a scary thought, but it also can be a comforting thought. Okay. Going with it from your way. I I told you guys Sunday, I added to my list of original things. I think I'm up to four. (laughs) I have used this every day since then. Yeah. He even knows every tear that yes. falls out of your eye. Right. Matter of fact, the psalmist says he keeps them in a bottle. Yes. But not only does God keep them in a bottle, in Romans chapter 8, mm-hmm. the Bible says that when we don't know what to pray, the Holy Spirit yes. prays on our behalf. Yes. And this is what I said, Dan, Sunday. I don't know if you listened online. I believe the Holy Spirit takes every tear to heaven, to the Father, mm-hmm. and says, this is what this tear is saying. These are the words. Yep. Here's the, I said it that way. Mm-hmm. Here are the words of this tear. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was powerful. Think, and I've used that this week with that mm-hmm. one I'm family. Sure you have. When we don't know what to say, he knows. Yep. And I think back to my life and the things that I'm literally, I don't even know why I'm tearing up now. But he know every tear that I've ever cried and that you've ever cried, the Holy Spirit's taken yep. it to heaven and said, here's what this tear is saying. How powerful is that? Yes. Yep. And, and how much does he have to love us to care about that tear? The creator, yeah. Put it in. Something so insane. The creator right. of the universe. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'll go back to it, and then we just have to stop. Yeah. <laughs> he uses five words in Genesis chapter 1. He made the stars also. Mm-hmm. He spent 14 chapters on the life of Joseph. Yep. Right. Yep. yep. Period. Yep. Dan, close in prayer, man. Heavenly Father, we just thank you again for the privilege it is to, to have your word and to explore your word together and to share it with those who, who may not have experienced it yet. And we just pray to you, Lord, that this podcast be pleasing to you and that be used for your glory and your glory alone. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hey, man, I was sort of rampant there at the beginning and I ended very somberly. <laughs> hey, I'm Hank Meadows, Pastor of Mary Baptist Church. And um, man, what a whole year is in front of us, y'all. Woo!
I mean, where will we go when the mosaic of Marion got my home slice with me, Miss Mona? Got my jelly bean over there, <laughs> my main man, Dan, Dan, the edit hey. man. Um, hey, guys. <clears throat> Let's have a great year. Yep. Bye, y'all. God bless y'all. Bye.